Hi, I'm Christy. And I'm Trevor. And we're from Say Mister Mailbag Edition. Woo! Mailbag Edition. <laughs> we are showing up a little bit early uh, to talk about some questions we got in our email, which you guys have been awesome and you've been sending us some really cool stuff. So thank you. We wanted to answer some of them. Thought we yeah. dedicated an episode you- to it. Yeah, thank you everyone that sent stuff in. Uh, even if we didn't get a chance to uh, email you back, we super appreciate you sending in. We do read them. We just may not get a chance to respond to all of them. And person that uh, offered to help us find our donor, uh, that was pure social awkwardness and not knowing how to answer. So I apologize for not answering that. Uh- <laughs> Though we might contact you at some point. Yeah, we might contact you at some point. There, there, there's still conversations happening. Oh, man. Um, that, would, that would be cool, though. That would what what a what a interesting story that would be. So how did you end up finding your dad? Well, it all started when we started a podcast. Um. Yes, <laughs> and with the help of our wonderful fans. Just kidding. I don't like <laughs> donor family. I think that. Cool. Oh. Um. Anyways, let's go over the questions we got. By the way, we did ask uh, some of our siblings to answer some of these questions. Um particularly ones where we felt like it might be good to have like mm-hmm. multiple per- multiple perspectives so hopefully yeah. that's helpful but yeah some of these are from the same person some of these are from other areas some of these are from reddit uh we're not gonna be saying like who they're from because it doesn't quite matter these are just you know questions and also i know some of the people requested their name not be said so we're just kind of overall not putting a name to it yeah uh we do believe in you know privacy so we don't want to step any boundaries there so thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll start with our first question. <laughs> uh, do you wish your donor wasn't anonymous? Did you want to meet him when you were kids? Well, I think we kind of touch on this a little bit in some episodes, but what do you think? Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I I did really want to know when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, like... It, I I don't I don't know like what exactly would cause it or whatnot. Um, but yeah, I remember as a kid just like really wanting to know who my my donor was and like thinking back, I'm like, did I want to like have like a relationship with them or like anything like that? And I can't quite tell you yes or no on that. It was just me like I just wanted to know. There was like a literal mystery of my life that I couldn't solve. I couldn't watch Unsolved Mysteries to find out. I never figured it out on there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do you mean it's unsolved? No. <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. I definitely, when I was younger, I really wanted to meet him just to kind of, I don't know, get some clarification on things because I think we all kind of discuss how we feel a little weird growing up. So, like, just to get yeah. confirmation that maybe there's someone out there you can relate to more. Uh, yeah, would be nice. There, uh, there's, there's also like, um, like I was really big into like, you know, history and like, you know, family backstories and like lineage and stuff like that. So like, I always wanted to know. I mean, I still do. Like, what sort of things that are, are that I am blood related to happened? Is, is it gonna change me? Nope. Still cool to find out. Yeah. Uh, now there are options for um people that are looking into donor conception most of the time there i I think a lot of donors anyway they will allow them to 
uh, not be anonymous anymore once the kid is 18. Mm-hmm. They can get to know who they are and... I th- I think that's such a cool option. I kind of wish we great. I wish we had that option, yeah. but eh, whatever. Yeah, no, like um, like since the 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 finale, since we started recording this, um, I did digging into ancestry one day to try and like maybe like figure out who's related to him on our <laughs> side and stuff like that. Instead, and I was absolutely failed. Spent five hours, got nowhere. But then, like, I spent. I'm like, all right. Well, I'll look into you know my uh, my mom's side. I spent 20 minutes looking at that. Found out there's an entire book written about my family in 1912 about the history what? of them in England, and they owned like some giant property and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, wow. 20 minutes. Found a whole book. Five hours. Nothing. Nothing. All right, cool. <laughs> Nothing. So, uh, that answers your question. Yes, I do. <laughs> we do wish he wasn't anonymous. It would yep. probably make things a lot more clear, but you know, you, you do what you can. Do you have to wonder though, would I, would this podcast even exist though? Hmm. Ooh, Interesting. I would say, mm. Mm, oh wow. Hmm. I would say mm. yes. I would say yes. <laughs> Uh, the next question we got is, do you wish you knew your half-siblings earlier in life? Uh, I know there are Facebook groups and various websites out there uh, now for where parents can link with each other and link siblings uh, right from the start. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I read donor siblings called... <laughs> this is the funny one. I read that donor siblings are called diblings, <laughs> which is a term that kind of makes me cringe. So much cringe. Me and Please. me and Trevor talked about this, and we both agree that we are so happy that we found each other as adults and not as children. Yeah, <laughs> there, there, there's a question later on that we're gonna go into a little more depth on this. But yeah, the the main the main thing like we 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 we've talked about this before. I'm like. I was a terrible teenager. Like, yeah. no one could stand me. Like, I'm surprised I made it out of high school with friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised I made it out. No. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> like, for me, I was, like, so emotional. I was, like, I don't know. I was a nerdy little kid. Um, I yeah. also didn't have a filter. I don't know. I just was a mess. What so, teenager like, does? Uh, you'd be surprised. I, I feel like I really didn't have any. But, like, <laughs> I don't know because, like, you know, you grow up, you find yourself, you're, I don't know, you can eloquently talk about your feelings about things without being, like, rash or, like, unreasonable. Mm-hmm. When you're still a kid or an adult, you're still figuring stuff out, your emotions yeah. and stuff, and it could get crazy. So, discovering siblings <laughs> when I was older and being able to, like, form healthy, good relationships with them, I love it, <laughs> personally. <Yeah. laughs> Not to say that, like... So maybe for parents out there who have that option, like if you find out your donor conceived child has half siblings, maybe talk to them first, you know, depending Mm -hmm. how old the kid is and, you know, what they're able to comprehend. You can say, hey, we found out you have half siblings. Would you like to meet them? Like maybe just ask them first and have a conversation about it and see where they're at. Um, Personally, for me, I'm glad I waited. (laughs) There's another one down the line that gets a little more in depth than that. Um, That'll be interesting to hear your your opinion on because that's one of them that you haven't seen. Also, the word dibblings. Oh, can we? <laughs> can yeah, we like? Don't, can we never don't. use? Never. No one nah. say that word ever again. Yeah. No. No. No one. Say I hate it. <laughs> you, you, Chrissy, you you are my sibling. That that is what it is. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Not just a sibling. Call, yeah, let's just call it sibling. Like that's that. that yeah, we yeah. shouldn't need a, another word for that. It is what it is. <laughs> All right. Um. 
Next question. I loved hearing you both talk so fondly about each other's moms. Have you connected with any other cousins, aunts, uncles from each other's families? Are each of your families welcoming to the new half-siblings? Uh... Yes. I wish. Oh yeah. I, I I wish I had listened back to know if I told the story, but I'm gonna tell it again. I don't think you uh, have ba- told it, but go I ahead. I didn't. I didn't. Maybe. Okay. So so I went to uh I went and visited Christy for her uh her birthday. God, now well I got two birthdays now, but the first time. Yeah. <laughs> so first it was birthday. like 2019. Yeah, 2019. And, and that was a rager. So fun <laughs> fact about my family, like I'm kind of like quiet, reserved. I love a good book and a cup of tea. My family likes to party. <laughs> they Your love... cousin came in already <laughs> dancing with an entourage of other family members. Oh, I'm like, man. this is how it is. All right. So like for my birthday, they made like a whole party. And Trevor came and he got to meet them. He got to meet my aunts and my cousins. And we had a blast. We partied. And it was a really, oh, yeah. really fun and- time. And like I, you know, I'm socially awkward as hell. So I'm just like, oh god, I don't know how do you prepare for this situation. So I'm just like, hey, Trevor. You know what though, my family, my family was so ha- excited to meet. You oh though. yeah, like they were so welcoming no, what, about it. They were like, yeah, that's what have I was a drink. Say. Like <laughs> I was all like, I was all timid and stuff, and everyone's like, Trevor, and they like gave me a hug. I'm like, oh, okay, cool, all right, awesome. <laughs> and I, that was great. I got to meet your moms. Um, just last year, December, mm-hmm. uh, that was awesome. I was so like, we had brunch. So I brought my mom with me, my, my, my biological mom. And we got to have brunch with mom number one, two and three and three. Okay. <laughs> it was, it was so lovely. It was such a nice yeah. time. And I think it was good for my mom to talk with them and like, like, you know, like definitely one of the, like. It, it, it weird is is not the right word, but it was like when my mom gave you a hug. It was like, oh man, this is cool. Oh, it was so like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what? I kind of thought that too when you came and met my family. It was like, oh, like it's like the merging of two yeah. families. It's really cool. So you know what? If you have that option, please do it because it. Oh yeah. I mean, if the family's like you know cool, yeah. If they're like it's weird very, very, you... and they're like, Ugh, I don't want to meet them. Maybe that's not the best. But like. We had a we had a good time. I would love to meet the rest of our half siblings families. Oh yeah, I would love to. I yeah, God, that'd be really neat. We should make that happen. Make like a big old yeah, like like there's family. There reunion. are other parts of my family that like you didn't get to meet because when we came, when you came down here it was like we had all the siblings and everything like yeah. that. But like yeah, no, like I I I think the rest of the families meeting the other half siblings is awesome and great as long as they're up for it. If they're not, okay. <laughs> Do I understand it? Not really, but you know, whatever. <laughs> people are people. Yeah. Um if you do get that opportunity, you know, definitely take it. It's awesome. Yes. Um uh let's see. What is the next one? Oh, uh did your ancestry results link you with any close or distant family members of your donor? Would you contact them if so? Oh. Ooh. Boy, is the Should we talk about this? I maybe introduce it, but Wait, let's well, not go in debt. So, yeah, this has happened. Um, it's very easy to do because all I all I have to do is go to, like, Christy or Thomas or someone and click shared matches. And then everyone that pops up there is it's, related to our donor. Yeah, is everyone from the donor side. Now, for a while, like a long while, it was just, like, 
third, well, I wouldn't even say third. I'd say it was a lot of fourth cousins. That's what we got yeah. a lot of, which is really hard to like make solid connections with if yeah. they're that distant. So we never really reached out until. <laughs> yeah, there, there's, there was one guy on 23andMe who matched. Um, and, you know, DNA matching is weird because it is on a number scale, which makes things strange. Like, uh, so f- this guy, for me, shows up as a third cousin, but for um, everyone else that's currently on 23andMe, shows up as a second cousin. That's it's It could literally be one number off between him and I, and it changes the distance. Mm-hmm. So... You know, majoritarily, this dude is our second cousin. Yeah. We have contacted him. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and nothing really came of it. But we would currently. love to talk more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. We- um, But yeah, no, that's, it's definitely matched us with people who are related to our donor. And I don't know, I don't know about you, Chrissy, it's weird. Like, when, you, <laughs> when you're looking at someone who you're like, you're... Just straight up related to my donor and me. And I have no idea who the hell you are. Like, I have people who match to me who I don't know from my mom's side. But it's still like, yeah, all right, you know, you But you that's look still like, like uh, a my stranger, essentially. So when you try to reach out to them, you're kind of like, how do I do this without yeah. being weird? <laughs> yeah, no, like, like I, or I seeming like I on... need something from them. Because yeah, with this person yeah. in particular, we didn't want to make it seem like we needed something out of him. No, no, no. So, all. and we don't. <laughs> but yeah. it, well, I guess we needed information, but that was we, we it. We want info. <laughs> we that's want all info, we want. and that's it. But um, I guess if anyone has any kind of like recommendations on how to make solid connections with people like that are maybe fourth cousins, you know, like just yeah. a little too far off, but maybe you can get somewhere with it. Please let well, us well, know. See, the weird thing is, is like, like on my mom's side, like I've had people message me on 23 and me and they're like, Oh yeah, you're so-and-so's grandson over from in the, you know, the place. And I'm just like, how the hell do you know that? I, I don't need, I don't know any of you. What do you, how do you know this? <laughs> maybe it's not that weird then. I guess. I don't know. The millennials are weird. We know that. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> forgive us. We're millennials and we don't know how, how to fu- we, we don't know how to function in normal society. <laughs> <laughs> All right. If you had slash oh sorry next question oh I, <laughs> I, I got to stop going so fast. Next question. If you had slash have a desire to connect with your donor, did connecting with your half siblings increase or lessen your desire mm. to connect with him? I'd imagine that if you were nervous about the idea of it and you had the opportunity, having strengths and sibling numbers would make the process easier. <laughs> yeah, strength and numbers. We're an army now. We're going to come to your house now. <laughs> but on the other hand, maybe connecting with siblings would fill that where did I come from void. This is a great question, and I feel this like this is a really good. Question. I feel like it, it, you pretty much nail it, um, pretty well. It both, I would say both. It both increased my interest, but also lessened the need yeah. for it. Does that make sense? It didn't become so yeah. much of a need as it did a want. It's like I don't need I, to I, know like him you're... now because I have some connection, but I definitely still want to know. <laughs> if you think of it like, like you know, like the whole glass half full thing. Yeah. Like it totally filled that glass, but then the glass itself got bigger too. So <laughs> <laughs> it was like, yeah, I, I definitely got something that I really did need. But, it, you know, that question still was rising to the top. 
Um, do you think? Yeah, it, no, like, Do you think it increased your interest or lessened it? It did because, well, I mean, for me, like you know, I hadn't seen that sheet before, so reading that just. Like I was getting information, but it was now building out more questions. It was yeah. like getting that sheet was like an episode of Lost. Like I, <laughs> I was really excited to read it, but then I just walked away going, "Wait, what actually just happened?" <laughs> there was a smoke monster. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> like no, like I, I yeah, it it did absolutely fill uh, a void that I didn't know was there. That was definitely a part of that question. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I would still, yeah, I still do have the question like, who the hell is he? <laughs> yeah. So I think like, you know, it still increases the interest, but you know, finding siblings does still fill that. Where did I come from? Void. Okay. It does do that. I figured, I figured out a way of saying it. It increased the interest, but the actual like motivation to do it was lessened. Yeah, like, that's true. Yeah. There were times where I'd hop on Ancestry and like try and figure out like, oh, maybe this time I can figure out like, you know, who my donor is. And now it's just like I don't do that because I'm, you know, looking at my siblings and I'm like, I'm related to these people. I don't care right now. I'm, I'm happy to be related to these people. Yeah. There's just that one day, like I said, where I did a five hour stint. But that was kind yeah. of motivated by all of us. <laughs> yeah. And what's funny is that I did that too. Like. I think a couple of months ago, like I just yeah. went on a deep dive for five hours. I think I get like that every seven, eight years or something. Like that. Yeah. I just <laughs> every ran, blue moon. literally like every few years, I just do a deep dive. But yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a little bit of both. Yeah. All right. Um, next question we've got. Uh, do you have any general uh, overall t- uh, tips for success in terms of what I should do as a parent to set up my future donor conceived chi- uh, child uh, or children uh, up for the emotional side of growing to be confident and quote unquote owning it? Yes. Hmm. Talk to them. Yeah. <laughs> be like, open honestly, like... and honest and don't apply shame to it because there is absolutely nothing shameful about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that, that's that's about it. Like, yeah. you know, as you guys know, Christy and I grew up knowing about it. And so, like, I, I could, you know, walk around and make jokes about it in my 20s and <laughs> not really care. Like, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I... You know, I think if anything, our bo- our broadcast, our broadcast, our podcast has <laughs> driven home is that the most you can do as a parent is just be open and honest and talk about it in a loving, in a loving way. That's the only thing you can do. And if your child ever has questions, just answer them. But you know, be honest about it. And yeah, yeah I, I don't know. That's the best way I could describe it. Also, I, I, I would. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, sorry. This is like such a random tangent. But I would because I work with kids and I recently Mm -hmm. heard a piece of advice from from like another podcast. Uh, But they were basically talking about when a kid has questions um, or basically kids take in information the same way they eat. And I don't know, Trevor, because you don't really hang out with kids the way kids eat. They'll take a bite of something, leave it. And then walk away from it for five minutes and then come back and eat some more. They're, they don't really That's sit there and eat the whole meal. So, like, if your kid has questions about, like, where they came from, just answer the question they had. And once they have more, they'll come. If they have more questions, they'll come back to you. You know, don't hmm. overload them with information. Yeah. Just answer whatever question they have at that moment. I, I just recently learned about that and I thought it was That's a really good piece of advice. 
<laughs> as soon as you say that, I'm like, I'm thinking back to all like the the Christmas times with my nephews, and I'm like, oh no, that is a hundred percent how they ate as children. Yeah. So it's like, don't yeah. overwhelm them if they have a question. It's like, so do I have a dad? Uh, you know what? No, you were born from a sperm donor. Oh, okay. And then they'll go away <laughs> for a little bit, probably. <laughs> but then they might have more questions later, and they'll be like, so what's so what's a donor? And then you can talk more about that. Just take yeah. it in bits. That was I, something I, I learned the, recently, and I thought it was great. Oh, no. <laughs> that was great. That, that wasn't even a tangent. That was perfect. Um, the, the one other thing I'll add to that is, um, like, if, you know, they get to, like, being in school and whatnot, and they're like, I don't know what to say when they – and I don't I don't know situation if it's, uh, like, you have a partner or if you have a husband or something like that. But basically, it's like, I don't know what to say when people ask me where I come from. Just tell them exactly what you said there. Own it. Yeah. Like, that's what you are. Own it. It's fine. Make sure to, I guess, you know, because, you know, if other kids do find out about them being donor conceived or having gay parents or anything like that, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there there might be a moment where a kid comes up and bullies them about it for whatever reason. Just make sure that you have because kids are terrible. They're mean. And if they don't understand something, they bully it. So make mm-hmm. sure to leave a door open for your kid to always come to you to talk about these things and how to address those those type of people in the way that the parent feels most comfortable discussing it with them. (laughs) Just always have that door open. Be honest. The best piece of advice. Yes. Um, next question. Do all of your half siblings live in the U S or are some abroad? Do you think there are more of you out there who you haven't found yet? Yes. And yes, (laughs) we have one sibling who we will be interviewing uh soon not this coming season i think season 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 three three. yes people we are already planning for season three so buckle up anyway uh buckle buckle the fuck (laughs) up um she she lived in the u.s she was born here but she currently studies abroad in scotland Mm -hmm. which is super cool and do you think there's more of us out there yes i'm pretty i'm pretty certain my spidey sense is tingling. Yeah, our, yeah, we're pretty sure. Uh, so hopefully we'll find them. Which is which is like a weird feeling to have. <laughs> like you know, you look at the you look at the group chat and you've got like well, we got like nine people in there right now. Yeah, and like obviously there's two people missing. Yeah, but it's like it's also looking at it and just having the feels like someone else is missing. Yeah, like it's weird, right? <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know this person. I don't know if they exist, but they're, they're missing. Hmm. Hopefully, they find uh, their way. <laughs> yeah, hopefully, uh, someone gets some twenty three and me after COVID. <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. So this uh, this one here, uh, I think I think we're at that one. Uh, yeah. Oh no no that, no 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 we're we're at one of. Uh, lastly, out of curiosity, uh, if either of you mm-hmm. uh, found yourself in a position where you needed assistance having a child, would you uh, yourself use uh, donor sperm this was also another fantastic question yes. and i do not have an answer because <laughs> i'm um, so honest i don't know uh, my my wife and i have talked about it and we would probably go with adoption um and that is nothing against um like sperm donor or anything like that i mean if you've listened to this you know as many episodes now as you have you know we're not against that um but it's it was something that she thought about from a very young age um she had 
um, family members who were adopted, and she absolutely loved them and loved seeing uh, how they were brought up with such caring parents. So we would probably go that route. But that said, like, you know, if something happened and they're like, nah, you can't, we're not letting people, you're not letting you adopt. I don't know why. <laughs> sure, yeah, we would go that route. Um, but uh, it, 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 I think if it did come to that, we would have a serious conversation about it. But I, as of right now, it would be probably adoption. Yeah, like, it's so crazy because I've always known I've wanted kids. I don't know if I, I, I just never thought of that, like going through sperm donation. But you know what? If I, I don't know. I guess so. I would have mm-hmm. to really talk about it with my partner. Yeah, yeah, I would have to have a really serious discussion about it. And I, I do know uh, from our emails, you know, without names, that w- we did get an email from someone who was donor conceived and now has uh, a donor conceived kid. So I, I do think that's pretty cool. That is cool. I don't. Yeah. God, well, it might make it easier too because that person knows what it's like. They probably yeah. know all the right things to say, or yeah. you know, at least from their perspective. Oh, you know, that's that is a really interesting point. Like, hmm. I didn't even think about it that way that like, yeah, I would be able to relate with them in that way. Maybe, huh. yeah. Uh, see, I don't know. I'd have to wait to see if I'm even see, Dude, I'm at a point in my life where I don't even things. Yeah, I don't I'm not even this at a point. Me think of, things. I'm not even at a point in my life where I want kids right now, so it's like uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows, maybe once I'm really ready to take that step, I would consider it. Yeah. All right. Uh I'm going to read this next one because uh, th- this was the one that I was talking about. So oh, this okay. one, uh, the, yeah, um, I, I talked to the person, got the permission to, to read this one. But uh, it says, uh, so essentially this person is um, going to have uh, a kid via sperm donation. Um, and so it was a question about siblings. And uh, so the question is, I'm wondering what your thoughts are on having relationships with your donor siblings. Since I know there are, uh, there will be uh, siblings out there, uh, I do, you know, parentheses once the baby is here, obviously, uh, join the donor sibling registry and see if I can make contact with parents of the other half siblings. Mm-hmm. Would you have wanted to know, uh, would you want to have known or have your half siblings in your life from a young age? Or should I let the uh, child children uh, make the decision on their own when they grow older? Ah. I've heard of parents doing annual meetups, etc. cetera. Uh, I just don't know how pro- uh, proactive I should be about about that or if I should let my future child be in charge of the, their story and the contact that they have with their donor siblings. So this, this was one that posed a more interesting idea of them knowing each other as, like, Infants. Infants? Like, finding out who the other kids were at that young of age. Because, like, think about that. Like, instead of us meeting as teenagers, like, imagine if your mom and my mom got in contact, like, after you were born. And, like, we had literally known each other since we were infants. Not, like... Yeah, like, we, like, maybe meet up a few times a year or something. Well, then... Yeah, that's why I wanted to put that one in here, because I thought that was a super interesting I don't, thing to, to, to think about. I don't know. That's... Wow. Like I said earlier, I'm just really appreciative we met as adults. Yeah. But, like, you know, if we had known each other our entire lives, at that point, it would be kind of like... 
kind of like certain cousins I have in my family where it's like yeah. I meet them a few times a year. But and, you know, not to say that, like, sorry, I'm at a loss for words. <laughs> <laughs> Overall, okay. you know what? If the option is there, I say let your child once they have like. Well, no, because then they're an infant. See, this is hard. <laughs> well, see, that was the thing. They said they they were thinking about doing these meetups while the kid is young or waiting to find out this information until the child is older and has, you know, uh, you know enough cognitive decision-making skills to say whether they want to meet their half-siblings or not. What do you think? But then again, that so that so this brings up like a whole thing. I'm just like, so what age would that be? When you can develop and... the cognitive skills to make those type of decisions. Yeah. I don't like, know. Like, I'm 28 that... and I can't make those type of decisions. <laughs> 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 My wife looked at me today and said, what do you want for lunch? I went, oh, okay. uh, <laughs> Boy, I can't even pick what I'm going to eat today. I don't know if I'm ready to meet more family. <laughs> um, I mean, personally for me, like, I think... I, I, I do think that the whole, like, meeting up from a young age thing is an interesting idea. Because, like, like I said in my episode, like, I used to go to, um, you know, uh, my moms were in, like, you know, this group that was, you know, supporting same-sex couples and parents. And I remember being in a daycare where all the kids there were from same-sex couples. Yeah. Um, That's so, super cool. Yeah. And so, like... What I'm what I'm kind of thinking about is one, it's really cool to be able to, for the kid to say like, oh yeah, like I you know know my half siblings we've met before and stuff like that. But at the same time, like thinking of it from a parent side, you now have a contact with someone who is going through a similar thing, mm-hmm. and you might have like some kind of support group there for that. Yeah. Um. And it, and I and I guess like you know I'm putting myself in the parent situation like you know <laughs> I guess it's because that question earlier is like would you use it, but like I think if I did do that and I had like and like I had contact information for all the other parents of kids that my kid was related to I'd be like yo little Jimmy's being a brat about this how's your kid. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, does your kid do this? It's fucking weird. Hey, <laughs> like, yeah, hey, I think it's from the donor do? side. Like, <laughs> yeah, I'm blaming the donor for this one, man. <laughs> so if anything, that, maybe that... look out for parent support. You know, like those who are yeah, going through it. Yeah, too. no, <laughs> no, because no, uh, like, no, I totally honestly, get it. I don't, I don't see a downside for the infant thing because if yeah. you're being honest with them about being donor conceived and whatnot, knowing the half siblings and having the opportunity for them to talk and hang out and everything. I don't think that's a, I don't see a downside to that. I guess you're right. I keep looking at it from my perspective, but that's only mine. You know, who's to say that like people, like a a donor child can't absolutely prosper by actually having their siblings introduced to them from a young age. So you know what? I'd say go for it. Yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. Because well, I think I think you and I are thinking of it in in terms of not knowing each other since we were infants, and just like when we were eight or twelve or fourteen or something, just being like, "Oh, here's your sister, here's yeah. your brother," mm-hmm. and then us being like, "Well, I'm a shitty like only child." Well, I'm an only, only child, child, and yeah. everything has to be mine, and you all better back <laughs> off, okay? <laughs> no, but like legit, I think I think that no, that that could be a lot of benefit to that. 
especially if they yeah. like meet up every year or something and like the kids hang out yeah. play games whatever yeah i don't see the problem in that be again like when they start developing the cognitive skills to understand who those kids are just be open yeah. and honest and be like yeah that's your half brother that's your half sister and yeah. whatever and I I guess I think that should be <laughs> here's the thing like everyone's gonna re I think everyone's just gonna have a different perspective on this and unfortunately it's because of like societal standards and like yeah. you know oh that's weird but like you know if they're making healthy bonds with people I don't think there's anything wrong with that yeah absolutely who knew that a mailbag episode would give us such <laughs> thought-provoking moments? Well, you guys provided such good questions, like questions we never so thought good. of. So it's like, <laughs> so thank you. Because um, others could benefit from, oops, sorry. Other people could benefit from this information too. So um, so before you read the next one, uh, again, some context for this. The person that wrote in about it um, found out that they were uh, donor-conceived but uh, they did, they found out through doing a DNA test, not from their parents telling them. Mm -hmm. They have not had that conversation yet. This is where we're going to get into some of our siblings' answers. Yes, uh, considering a lot of our siblings did not find out until they took a DNA test or just until a lot later in life, we thought they would be the best to answer this question, yeah. which is... Um, the listener asks, for two years, I've kept their secret from them They, that I know. How do I broach the subject? I'm afraid of hurting my dad and his pride. So this, uh, this listener really wants to talk about this with their parents, but doesn't want to hurt them and doesn't want mm -hmm. to cross any boundaries since they found out. So we asked our siblings. We didn't uh, we did uh, get a lot of quotes from each sibling, but some of them still wanted to remain anonymous with their answers. So we're just going to give the comments they gave. Yeah. One of our siblings said, I know if my dad was still alive when I found out, I wouldn't have told him. But looking back, I don't know if that would have been the right thing to do. So she she recognizes that at the time, she probably just would have kept it a secret. But mm -hmm. in hindsight, she does probably realize that it's probably not the right thing to do, to keep a secret anyway. Mm -hmm. um, um, one of our other siblings uh, said, I look at it like this. My dad is a goddamn superhero. Can you imagine <laughs> what it must have been like to raise a child with your whole heart, loving them as, uh, as your own, knowing it's not biologically yours? My dad and I are closer today because of it. So that I... I that is how, like, I look at the the men that, you know, have a donor-conceived child that they are not biologically related to. I genuinely do think that, yeah, one, absolutely shows that you wanted this kid and you wanted to raise it. And, you know, you know there we have this whole societal thing about it's like blood relation. Like, it's got to be. You it's gotta, like lineage it's be or whatever, but it's. Yeah. It, it goes deeper than that. This is Absolutely. true unconditional love. And maybe maybe yes. you can maybe it can be broached like that, you know. Another comment that was made was my pops definitely didn't want to hear what I had to say. Mostly because he wasn't ever going to tell me. But things have gotten a lot better since I confronted them both. So one of our siblings did confront his father and it wasn't easy, but it was mm -hmm. necessary at least in from his standpoint. Yeah. 
I don't like I'm not going to sit here because, again, the, one of the main reasons why we, you know, reach out to our siblings to answer this one is because we got this question. We're like, it would be disingenuous for us to answer this because we didn't go through this. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that, like, it's going to be easy or a, a way to do it. But, you know, one of the things that is coming through with these with these three so far is that it's like it's something that can turn out to be a good thing. I don't know if that's going to be good for you, mm-hmm. but taking that chance might be worth it. But that's something you have to decide on your own. I, I can't give you the answer for that. And the relationship you already have with your parents, yes. you know, that that plays a big, major role. Do you want to read the last one? Oh, yeah. Um, I, ah, I can't speak. Uh, I would confront the mom alone first. Uh, for my situation, the doctor uh, used both my natural father and the donor sperm during conception. So it was up in the air who would be the biological father. I'm not sure uh, he knew something other than uh, his own sperm was in there. Uh, so yeah, you never know. The dad might be in the dark uh, at this point. Yeah, so that's actually a pretty common way of donor conception. The uh, <laughs> kind of sounds. Yeah, weird. I did not know about that. Yeah, I didn't know either until we talked to our siblings about it. But sometimes they'll mix the two sperms together <laughs> and inseminate that way, and just kind of roll of the dice, see who it ends up being. More often than not, it ends up being the donor, just because yeah. you know of of infertility issues. But you know, but the father might be in the dark. He might honestly not know so you have to take that into consideration too there's a lot of ways to look into a situation like this and none of the answers are easy um Mm -mm. at that point i think it just matters the type of relationship you have with your family maybe getting comfortable enough to broach that with them in a way that is safe in a way that is constructive for you and for them um and by that i mean like you know hopefully no fights happen or anything but i i think i i personally think it's important to talk about but of course that always ends up with how your relationship is with them right now mhm yeah. absolutely i hope our siblings answers helped with that one yeah i do too i i um Listener, if uh, you're the one that wrote in with this, uh, we would love to know what happened with that. And if you're comfortable t- with telling us, we won't. You know, yeah, the please show. Just, follow We're here up. to support you. Um, yeah, we're here as a support system, too. We're all still trying to figure this out on our own. But, you know, if we could help each other out by telling each other our stories, that could help out even more people. So, yeah, tell us what happens whenever I'm you I'm saying that. this purely to annoy Christy. We're all dibblings. I am going to leave. It was so great to talk with y'all. Y'all, you could do season two by yourself. You dib. <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, gosh. I'm sorry to Um, anyone who has used the phrase dibbling. (laughs) I hate it. (laughs) I I really hope none of our listeners use that as a term of endearment. Now they hate us for that. I'm really sorry. Um, yeah. but yeah, so that, that's all the, the, the questions that, uh, that we got that we, that, uh, want to put in here. Um, but if you have but any yeah, more, please send them our way. We're willing to talk absolutely. about all the stuff and, you know, we may not have all the answers, but we're going to try to at least start a conversation about it and get people and we'll support the hell out of you for yes. it. Yes. 
Yes, that's what this whole yeah. podcast is about. It's about talking about things that are weird <laughs> and hopefully getting some answers to things that we might want answers to. So, yay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, so again, we're in between seasons right now. So this is a little bonus episode. Uh, we're going to, uh, be back right now. We have the date set at September 4th. If anything changes about that, keep an eye on our Twitter or Instagram. We'll let you know about, but as of right now, we're coming back September 4th. Yay. Um, yeah. yeah. Oh, we had, fun, uh, a little behind the scenes things. We've actually already started. <laughs> yeah, we, we just started and oh man, first episode, it's. It's gonna be a tear. It's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting one. <laughs> it's gonna be oh my gosh. I'm I'm still like my my heart's on strings. Is that the phrase? Oh no. Oh yeah, no, no. I I walked I walked into the the bedroom after we recorded that one. I looked at my wife. I'm like, I'm not okay right now. I am not okay. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah. So September fourth. That's when we're gonna be coming back. Uh. We'd love for you to write in with uh, questions and whatnot because we would love to do another one of these episodes. I don't know if we'll do it during the season or if we'll do it you know after the season again. Uh. But again, we do respond to these even without doing the episodes. So yeah, that's true. So please question, send them. And if you're curious where to send them, it uh we take all of our emails at from the same mister at gmail dot com. So you can absolutely. email us. From there. Also, if you just want to keep up to date with the podcast and see what's going on, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the same mister. So you can see cool pictures or whatever and be fun stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> yep. Uh, but uh, until September 4th, we're from the same mister. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>